Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jed. I have Shruti back this week after a week off, and we're talking about vulnerability and how to let yourself be a little more vulnerable, show your emotions, and let other people in. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I'm back with Shruti, and this week we're talking about vulnerability and how do we let ourselves be a little more vulnerable, and Shruti and I were talking uh, pre-recording and just going over our notes, and I feel a lot of that has to do with emotions and how we let either emotions in from other people or how we show our emotions, and a big difference that we see just from society is how men are told to be tough and macho and not show their emotions or maybe not be vulnerable, where for a woman to show their emotions, it's considered normal and and society accepts that. And there's a lot of different things that can play into that. It's how were you raised? How does society look at it? How does pop culture look at it? And Trudy, what's your feeling on being able to be vulnerable and let your emotions show both inward and and letting them out as well? So I think that it's obviously scary for anybody to go to that place of vulnerability because you know, we have a fear of rejection, fear of being judged. But when there's that aspect of being safe in someone's presence, I think we can allow ourselves to be vulnerable. And if I make you feel safe, and the other person makes you feel safe, there's that trust there, right? So there are other factors involved. Whereas if you don't feel safe with someone, you're probably not going to be vulnerable with them, just because you are going to have more of a guard up. But I also feel like it can really deepen our bonds when we are vulnerable because we understand someone on a much deeper level. And that brings in the closeness with the other person. How about you, Jay? What do you what do you feel about it? Well, you mentioned that closeness with the other person. I was recently talking to a friend of mine and they had commented on how they've seen me show emotions and and that they think it's a good thing. And Again, with with guys, it's a case of we're supposed to be strong and macho. And I mentioned to you that I met with my friend, my friend Aaron, uh, who recorded our intro. He's that one male friend that I can really open up to and and shed some tears in certain situations. And we met for lunch and we're in a restaurant and there was a moment where I got choked up and he's like, yeah, just take your time, let it out when you're ready. And and he he's that one person and same thing. I mean, he's shown emotions with me as well. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a strong suit to be able to show your emotions as much as there's times when, when it can hurt, where, I mean, you start showing your emotions and if you can't reel it back in and control it, it could take a while and, and a while could be in a couple hours throughout the day, or it could be that week if it's a tough week or, or months or, or whatever the case may be. But I think the more we can open up is better. Uh, it, it really helps you out. And then there's also going to be times when you have a, a moment or a situation with anyone that makes you want to put up those walls and, and then be a little more conservative with your emotions and your vulnerability because of past hurt or past uh, and situations that have happened. And it takes some time to brick by brick, take that wall down to let your feelings out again. Absolutely. I also believe that when when one person is vulnerable 
it can actually inspire the other person to be as well. So let's say you share something and I'm like, oh, well, he just shared that. And I'm sure that wasn't easy for him because that was something I'm sure he doesn't tell people all the time. Therefore, I feel that you trust me. Now I can reciprocate because you already sort of initiated it. So one person I feel like has to sort of initiate that vulnerability and then it can inspire the other person to be vulnerable too. And there, from there, you're like, oh, like we just got so much closer. This person understands me on a whole new level, not just, you know, sometimes people meet you when they, of course they like you, they like your personality, but there are a lot of things about you that they don't know that you've gone through or what your fears are or where your blocks are. Because most people just don't like talk about that in a first meeting. Sometimes they do. Sometimes you naturally connect with people. I've met people who have just like spilled their secrets to me upon the first time meeting me. And it's just that feeling of like ease and trust and non-judgment. I think when we come from a place of not being judgmental, it becomes easier to open up to that person. I've had the same situation where I've had people open up to me a lot quicker and a, a lot more intimate than you'd expect on a first meeting or, or, or within the first and month of, of knowing each other, where all of a sudden you're getting the, the deep, dark secrets right off the bat. Um, right. I, I will say, and, and it's not to pat myself on the back, but we've mentioned it, how our first talk was an Instagram live together. And you asked me a question that had me in tears live on Instagram. So I have no problem showing my emotions, which I think will play into why and a lot of females that will talk to me will open up because they realize that I'm not just this tough macho guy, that I'm an emotional person as well, which gives them comfort that it's not just a rough judgmental personality that they're talking to. And you mentioned like the opening up and, and the more, I mean, one person opens up, the other person can open up and you connect more. Um, we talked about, I mean, you and I always talk before the show. We talk for five or 10 minutes personally and Hey, how was your week? How, how, how you doing? What's been going on? Uh, but a couple of weeks ago, you and I talked for a good 20, 25 minutes, which was the first time we really had a long winded conversation purely as friends. And not to say that yes. it took a year and a half to become friends, but it was one where, and you have to leave and within 25 minutes, 30 minutes of starting this recording. So we're always pushing the clock where that was a day where our schedules allowed us to sit down and rather than push it, we sat and, and, we, we shared a moment with each other where we talked and, and on a very personal and intimate level. And it takes that, like you said, it takes the one person um, to open up first because there's times when if the person you're talking to isn't going to open up to you, you don't know if you're comfortable opening up to them. Once they, once they trust you with, with their heart, then you know they're going to protect yours as well. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I really enjoyed our conversation before the show and like getting to know you better and like who you are. And it wasn't so much about like what you said. It was like how you shared things. And I really respected it and appreciated that you opened up. And I think that, you know, when people come to me and tell me things from an outsider perspective, some people are like, oh my God, like, I can't believe they would do that. Or you know, like have their opinions and that's fine. And I'm like, look, like this is their journey. This is like their own path for discovering who they are. And that's why I don't, I mean, we're all 
we are all guilty of judging whether we're conscious of it or not. And I really do make an effort to recognize when I'm judging someone. I was thinking about it today and I was like, oh, well, that's an aspect of myself maybe that I don't necessarily like or accept in myself, which is why it triggers me or annoys me because anything that we're judging in someone else is actually something we're not accepting in ourselves. So, you know, back when I did my NLP program, one thing my mentor said was anytime you feel triggered or angry or any type of emotion, like being judgmental, he said, ask yourself in that moment, like, what am I learning about myself? And immediately like, okay, well, I can relate to this person instead of looking at the judgment. Now I just have to look at it as an aspect in myself that maybe I don't really like about myself. And that's why I don't like it in that other person. And from there, again, it makes you more able to relate to them and connect with them because we all have flaws or things that we don't like about ourselves. So we can express that vulnerability to actually come together more because it's like oh like that's a flaw that I actually don't like in myself either like how can we work on this and you guys can go back and forth about like well what are you doing to work on that in yourself and then I'm like well what am I doing to work on that myself and then you won't be as judgmental next time because you'll have a different perspective on it I think there's so many different levels of of feeling vulnerable and there, there can just be simply as and a, a casual outing, you go out with your friends and they're going out to the, the bar that's having karaoke night. And for one group, one person in that friend, they're going to get up on stage and they, and they can't sing to save their lives, but they're going to get up and grab the mic and be, I mean, and the worst singer of the night, but they're going to go up there and have fun with confidence and not fear vulnerable where you could have a beautiful voice, but you just feel vulnerable up there. I mean, I personally don't dance. I can't dance. And I, I got a crash course in Portuguese dancing before my wedding and, and danced all day, Portuguese dancing, but everyone's doing the same thing. So you don't stick out like a sore thumb. And I was fine with it. But you take me to a, a club or, a, again, Aaron, who who did the intro, he's a DJ and he'll be at the, the local country bar at times. So we've gone to visit him and you're not going to see me on the dance floor, but give me my bass and put me on stage with the band. And I don't stand still. I am constantly moving. So what's the difference? I mean, I'm, I'm more of the focus attention on stage playing my instrument than I would be on the dance floor where I'm just going to get hidden in the crowd, but I feel vulnerable there. And that's, and that's from a comfort level thing. Then we can go even higher when we get start getting into the emotional aspect. And you might feel very comfortable talking to one friend, but then vulnerable. And let's say if you have an addiction issue, you might be able to talk to one friend about that. But if you went to AA or NA to be in that group and you're trying to talk to someone, to a whole group, you feel more vulnerable again. Yeah, yeah. And I think it has a lot to do with, like you said, like you wouldn't be caught like on the dance floor because that's out of your comfort zone. But whereas you're on stage, you're like really in it. And it's funny because I feel like the things that actually make us scare that we fear the most or where we can grow the most so like if you actually went out next time with your wife and you hit the dance floor even though you're like oh I'm not sure about this and you actually just do it and embrace it and like don't give 
F like what anybody thinks and it doesn't matter how you dance. Like I remember my acting coach and I think I've said this before. He said, if you think you're going to look like an idiot, you're going to look like an idiot. But if you commit to that fear and overcoming it, eventually it gets easier. The first time always feels scary in anything that you're not comfortable with. And then when you just become consistent with it, it just becomes like, it's like almost like doing a workout every day, right? Like you like lift the weights. At first, it feels kind of like rough if you haven't done it like before. And then you do it again every day, every day, every day. And then it's like, oh, okay. Like I've kind of just adapted to this. And I know for me, like I've had to embrace my uh, getting out of my comfort zone. And in the beginning, it felt really, really, really scary. But then I got to this place where I was like, oh my gosh, like this just feels so organic and natural now that I've gotten out of that space that scared me the most. And it made me grow in such a huge way when I look back at it. Had I not done that, I'd still be in the same mentality of like, living in that fear space of that specific thing and then I had a mentor who like really pushed me to get out of that space and I embraced it was still going into it like fearful but then eventually it was just like oh my gosh like wow like I can't believe like how much I really grew from that experience like you mentioned like being in the comfort zone and and being able to kind of work with what you know have you ever been certified in CPR? I have not. Okay. So if, if something happened and you're with a group of friends and a friend goes down, you'd probably panic and not know what to do where I've been certified in CPR many times for 20 years. I mean, all the high school coaching, I always needed to have my certification up as a trainer. I need to have my certification up. So I would be more comfortable in that situation. So now let's go to the CPR certification test you would look more comfortable than me because you're an actress. So when they have this rubber CPR dummy down there and you have to go up to this piece of rubber and shake it and say, sir, are you okay? Sir, what's your name? I feel like a fool talking to a piece of rubber where you're an actress. If someone watched the two of us, they're going to say, Oh, I want her doing the CPR because you look comfortable because you can act that out. And it's going to, so when you put into different situations on where you feel vulnerable and where you don't, I mean, here's a situation where you would look like the more less vulnerable person, but in the actual situation where it needs to be done, you would be hesitant. Right. Absolutely. I understand what you're saying. And in that moment, I'd probably go on YouTube and be like, how to do CPR like in 10 seconds. You'd be the person calling 911. Someone else would do the CPR. That's a good point, Jay. Yes. But no, I, that's a great example. I, I completely understand what you're saying. Um, I've, for me, like personally, I've never done karaoke and that's something I do want to embrace because I do not have a singing voice, like 100%. I know that. And I would probably be like the worst singer up there, but I want to do it because it's something completely out of my comfort zone. So one day I just want to go up, do karaoke one night, like where it's like spontaneous, where it's not planned. I'm big on, on being spontaneous, like in the moment and things happening organically. I feel like anytime, I don't know about you, it's like a little off topic, but anytime I've had like one of the best nights of my life is usually when it's not planned. Well, I, I'd say that about vacation wise. I mean, obviously since I've left the shop, I have 
and more flexibility with my schedule. And, and Maria and I haven't been on many week-long vacations by ourselves because of the kids. Well, the first year of COVID, 2020, we dropped the kids off at my father's and they, my father lives in upstate New York, kind of near the baseball hall of fame. We went up there, dropped them off, visited for about an hour and a half, then went to, to uh, Lake George to visit a friend who just moved from Connecticut, had dinner with them, then went up to Lake Placid and we spent the night there, hiked the, one of the mountains in the Adirondacks. And the whole trip was unplanned other than we knew we were going to Lake Placid. So we knew we were there and then Maria didn't have any idea what we were doing. I was literally watching the weather because my plan of what are we doing the next day and the next day and the next day would have been dictated by the weather. We ended up in Old Orchard, Maine, which is, for those that don't know, is a beach community. There's actually an amusement park right, right on the beach, similar to like a Coney Island type of, of place. And we went up there because she's more of the beach person. But it was an extremely spontaneous trip. We knew we were going for a week, but she had no clue. And I really, I had an idea of where I was going. But again, it was being adjusted. And it was probably the best vacation we've ever had, just because it was so random. It just was day by day, I made the decision on where we're going and what we're doing. And yeah, those spontaneous things are, are great. I mean, we see the quotes that come up on Instagram or Facebook that we all need that friend that you can say, let's go, we're going on a road trip, that last minute thing. And sometimes those are the, some of the best nights. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think I went into when I went to LA last time, I went in with like no plan. And that was the first time I had taken a trip to LA not going with a plan because usually it was like a work vacation and then I mixed it in with some fun where I would like visit friends but then this time I was like nope like not working this time just gonna go in and like I was so scared too for some reason like I was like I felt like you've never taken a vacation before but like I hadn't taken a vacation in years because it was always a work vacation so for me I was like okay maybe I just need to learn how to really relax and be in the moment and it was one of the best trips like I ended up seeing people sometimes we're like, Oh, we're just going to stay in, you know, and like just relax. And I had such good quality time with my friends. And then that didn't bother me. Cause I was like, I've been in LA so many times. I don't need to go out and like see every single thing. Like we went for walks at Griffith park, got out in nature. And that was like, so fun. It wasn't about like, we didn't go out and party or anything. We went to this one event uh, for this tequila company and it was a beautiful event but we literally just stayed in our own corner, like the three of us. And we were just like laughing all night. And to me, that was one of the best trips because it was just mostly spontaneous. Yeah. I mean, and again, like you said, you were, you were nervous, but it's because you, you felt vulnerable, not having a plan where you, I don't know how regimented you need to be. Does everything need to be in the calendar and every minute planned exactly. out? And so here was one with, all right, I'm just going to land and figure it out from there. That probably made you feel vulnerable. I mean, am I going to try to do too much? Am I going to sit there not knowing what to do and, and not get anything? It's like you're out? reading my mind, Jay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's so true though. But yeah, I mean, and I would do it again where it's like, you know, go on a vacation, maybe have some sort of like, obviously like, okay, where are we going? And then just go from there have a place to stay and then just embrace it. Now, what do you think people can do to like get familiar with their feeling of vulnerability and then how would they push themselves out of their comfort zone? That's a really good question. 
I think being aware of where your fear is when it comes to vulnerability and then embracing it. So if you're scared to share something vulnerable about yourself, the thing that you, I think I've read this somewhere, whatever you're the most scared to share with somebody else, share that thing. Actually share that thing with someone you trust, obviously, but share the thing that you're afraid to share the most. So that's like when, when you say something like that, I mean, we've all heard the phrase skeletons in the closet. So, I mean, everyone has that deep, dark secret. Um, yeah. So when you're saying share something about yourself, are we talking about sharing that deep, dark secret, that thing that we might get judged about, or is it something simply sharing that, you know what? I'm, I'm fearful of sharing my emotions. I'm fearful, a, a big blanket statement of I'm nervous about sharing my emotions and my thoughts and my feelings. Or are we talking about sharing that one naughty thing you did back in college? And there, you know, there's, a, there's a difference on what are we sharing? I think intuitively in the moment, you will know, like, I think it'll just come to you like, oh, look, I'm really scared about sharing this. In that moment, you're talking to someone, whether it's an emotion, whether it's a secret from back in the day, whether it's something you did with somebody, I think immediately in that moment when you're talking to someone, it'll come to you and you're like, oh, maybe I like, I shouldn't share that. That's the thing you should share. So have you ever had a situation where you're talking to someone and again, going to, we'll, we'll put it leaning towards like that secret thing where someone asks you a question and you're like, damn, I don't want to tell her or I don't want to tell him. But for some reason, you feel so comfortable that it just comes out that you tell oh, someone, yeah. you tell someone something and you have an hour long conversation, then you hang up the phone or you leave lunch with them and you go, wow, I don't believe I just told them that. And do you feel comfortable about it? Or do you feel vulnerable that you I mean, let the cat out of the bag? I think both both have happened where I'm like, okay, like, I can't believe I shared that, but I know I'm okay. And then other times I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. Like, why did I say that? But then also noticing that, that next time I see them, I feel like usually there's a shift in where I feel closer to that person, especially if I feel comfortable with them beforehand where I'd share that thing. But whereas like, I wouldn't, like if it was somebody that I don't trust, I probably wouldn't share something like that with them anyway. But, you know, yeah. What about you? Oh, there's definitely times when I, I've talked to people. And I mean, even that longer conversation you and I had where you asked me a couple of questions and I probably gave you more information than I would give the average person where it was. And there was a comfort there. It wasn't a case of, wow, I don't believe I told her. It's a case where you, you felt comfort. Or I felt the comfort to be able to share that. I, I know one of my, I don't want to say weaknesses, but when if someone opens the door for me to discuss something, there's times where I, I can't tiptoe in. It's like you open the door and I'm going full speed. And, and sometimes it's like we talked about how one person needs to start the conversation for the next one to say, okay, it's okay to talk about this or it's okay to open up my feelings. And there have been times where someone cracks the window and I'm diving in and it's like, all right, maybe I, I took that too fast. Maybe they weren't willing to share as much as I thought they were. And now I just shared more than maybe I should have. And so sometimes that, that can lead you to be a little vulnerable as well. Yeah. But being proud of yourself in that moment that you took that, that leap of faith. 
Yeah. And I mean, so far, I mean, nothing's, nothing's backfired on me yet. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm, I'm good with that. And everyone has their stuff, Jay. Like there's not one single person on this planet that can be like, oh yeah, I'm perfect. No one's perfect. Everyone has like vulnerabilities. Everyone has flaws. Everyone has mistakes they've made. Whether the, there are similar mistakes or not, it doesn't matter. We've all done things that we're maybe not proud of, proud of that you shared. And every single person can relate to that. That's what makes it so relatable is that even if it's someone who's like, you know what, Jay, I went through exactly the same thing, or it's someone who cannot relate to that story, but they can relate to the fact that they too have uh, fear in some area or certain experiences that they've had where they've been hurt. That's what makes connects us as human beings to each other. So, so now as far as vulnerability to start wrapping it up, I mean, where, one, how would you suggest that someone allows their vulnerability to, to break down a little where they can talk? And then also, how do we know when it's appropriate and how would we, how would we guess on, okay, this is the person I can be vulnerable with, or this is a situation I can or can't? For me, it's a feeling of ease. If I feel at ease with you, it's that same feeling of like, you know, when you can feel comfortable uh, in silence with someone and it's not awkward, it's not weird. It's just, there's a sense of peace. When you feel a sense of peace in someone's presence, it's just a feeling. I don't think it can be explained logically. It's something you know in your heart, intuitively, whatever you want to call it, only you can answer that. So the individual person who's listening to this, I can't answer that for them. It's only them that can answer that. How about you? What yeah. do you have to say about that? And as far as letting your vulnerability, like I said, I've mentioned times where you have something go wrong in a relationship and you put up that wall because you feel vulnerable. And sometimes it takes brick by brick by brick before you can allow yourself to, to open up again. Um, you've also seen it in the, the quotes and stuff of and your your brain overthinks things your heart doesn't think enough go with your gut feeling and because that's sometimes that's all it's literally the gut feeling because if you let your brain think about it you're going to sit there and analyze and analyze and analyze and not know what to do and the heart sometimes just moves a little too fast. And like you said, you have a, that first five minutes, I mean, they mentioned first impressions, you have a good first five minutes with someone and everything feels great. And it goes downhill after that. If you went too quick, sometimes it's, it is a gut feeling thing on whether this is the person that you can and be vulnerable with. I love that. And I, it's all about those gut feelings. That's a big one. I think that that, yeah, because I think our mind can take over our emotional body. So like the overthinking and the analyzing, it doesn't serve us. So when you're in that mode, you're probably not going to get clear answers anyway, coming to you. So let ride that wave. Don't like push it away, like ride it. I think the only way to get through something is to, to go through it. So immediately when we have a certain type of emotion that doesn't feel good to us, we want to push it out. Let it be. You know it's going to pass. Ride 
through it. Otherwise, you're just sweeping dust under the rug, dust under the rug, and that's going to build up over time and not serve you. So it's like face face that fear, face that overthinking, face that emotion, and be uncomfortable with it for a little bit. And then it's going to be okay. Oh, I, I agree. And I mean, again, it, it's okay to be vulnerable and to show your emotions and just go with those gut feelings and you'll know when the right time is. I love it. Hey guys, hope you guys enjoyed the show and we'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.